Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. The guy who can't remember who runs the Pentagon, can't remember his name, has solved poverty. We'll get to that in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Major milestones are always a cause for celebration, and right now, Blinds.com is giving you a great reason to celebrate your home with up to 40% off everything. It's a toast to their 25th anniversary. Blinds.com makes it really a piece of cake and to order online, free shipping, guaranteed perfect fit for your windows, whether you do it yourself or have them handle the installation from start to finish. You can't go wrong. Blinds.com. It was an internet company founded in a garage back in 1996. They were, they were interior designers. And this family, husband and wife, they were like, you know, this internet thing is going to catch on. And their, their, uh, I think it was their son said, yeah, mom and dad, you got to do it online. Well, nobody was doing anything online back in 1995. And can you imagine trying to order blinds? On 1990, in 1995 on the internet, it would have taken you forever just to download the picture of them. That's why they are the world's leader now. If you're looking for blind shades, interior shutters, drapes, whatever you're looking for, they make it super, super easy because they've had to. That is why they're the number one retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Don't wait to turn your house into a dream home with the perfect custom finishing touches. Blinds.com right now. Shop their anniversary deals. Make your house feel even more put together with up to 40% off everything. Blind shades, interior shutters, and even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions may apply. Cheers. Blinds.com to another 25 years. Blinds.com. So, Stu, who knew that it was going to be so easy to solve poverty? I mean, I, I had no idea. All we had to do was write a $1,400 check to some people. <laughs> to some people, yes. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's amazing. All you need is a $1.9 trillion, almost all of it not going to the subject that's at hand. How dare you say that? And How dare you say that? What did you just say? I said almost all of it going to not going to the Listen to this exaggeration. Listen to this exaggeration. I happen to have the PolitiFact article right here. Oh, good. And you know that PolitiFact is a staunch conservative article. Oh, hugely conservative. Yeah, I'm so. a little worried they're going to be biased here against conservatives. You think? You or, think? I mean, for conservatives. Right. <laughs> uh, President Biden's $1.9 trillion American rescue plan will soon become law. Uh, total spending directly on COVID-19's health impact ranges from one set of numbers to another set of numbers well that's almost always the case with every fact well mm -hmm. i'm just saying mm -hmm. it's a nine percent of <laughs> biden's american rescue plan does not directly go to covid 19 nine percent so 91 percent goes to covid 19 um i th don't think that's accurate i'm gonna go with no well i i have it right here in black and white there's a nine right there is there not and what's followed by that nine? I can't quite nothing. see, but I do see a nine. Nine, and then nothing right after that, and then mm. the percent sign. <laughs> nine, zero, nothing, uh, and percent, nine percent. This is incredible, by the way. Ninety percent goes to non-COVID-related 
items. This is a COVID recovery program. Right. And they are to, you know, really help people out. So you've got a hundred million dollars. I'm sorry, a hundred billion dollars to one hundred and sixty billion dollars. That's eight point five percent of the bill's one point nine trillion dollar cost. PolitiFact is reporting 14 uh, to 20 billion dollars goes to the vaccine distribution and vaccine related efforts. Uh, That's a percentage of about one to two percent. The rest goes to partisan priorities. For example, this is PolitiFact, by the way. For example, at least three hundred and fifty billion billion goes to bailing out state and local governments. Despite most not actually experiencing predicted COVID-19 tax revenue shortfalls. That means Biden's bill spends more than twice as much lining the pockets of bankrupt blue states than it does actually addressing public health. Legislators included a completely unrelated $86 billion bailout for union pension plans. And the bill pours $128 billion into public education. Now... Public education. Okay, let's fix the schools and make sure that there are COVID. They asked for $25 billion. They got 86 billion. No, I'm sorry, $128 billion. This never happens to me in my negotiations. I never ask for 20 of something and they give me 120 of it. I mean, that's, just, that's well, crazy. Another one of the big ticket items is this, uh, the, you'd mentioned it, uh, the uh, 300 plus billion dollars for the state and local governments. Correct. And like you could say, let, let's step back from, from where we are for a second. You could say, all right, well, look, the state and local governments are getting less money because of the COVID situation. People are out of work. So maybe that's a rationally tied to the COVID uh, situation. You, there's a way to get your brain to that until you learn that the tax revenues aren't down. Correct. So there's they're replenishing money that they actually already got. Mm-hmm. The tax revenues, if they had fallen by 50 percent, how are these governor governments going to run themselves? OK, you could at least make a tie there, right, to say mm-hmm. maybe instead they actually didn't have a fall in revenue. And they are still giving them hundreds of billions of dollars. And I can guarantee you that they're not going to go to pay bills. They're not going to go into pension funds. They're not going to do any of the things that that got them to the place that they're in right now. So they're going to take this and they'll blow it and they will be back for more. Mm -hmm. These are, you know, these they're not going to pay down bills. They won't. And why should I pay for the. You know, the unions and all the things that they promised the teachers and the firemen and the police in Illinois when I live in Texas. And I, I said, no, this doesn't work. I, I would love to live in California, but their their system is insane. And it was only a matter of time before it collapsed. And I didn't want any of that. I didn't want to be responsible for any of that. So I don't live in California. Why is Texas paying for the bailout of New York or California or Illinois? Why? Why isn't the state required to go to those people and say, look, your unions lied to you and we lied to you. We said that this would all work out and it's all going to be fine. And yeah, you can have this amount of money and you can have this kind of a pension. Well, it doesn't work out. 
and everybody who said that it wouldn't work out, they were right, we were wrong. Why, do, why is there no penalty for anything if you're in the right crowd? I don't, I, don't, I don't understand it. Because we wouldn't be getting that. Would you be getting that? Would anybody who's run a business poorly that isn't a bank or a union, would you be getting that? If you just ran it into the ground and you had all kinds of debt, would the government be bailing you out? Should the government be bailing you out? The answer is no. Now, if the government actually told you you were having a a successful business and the government came to you and said, you've got to shut this down, then they're responsible for it. You can't do that to people. You can't just take their money and their livelihood, shove them into poverty, destroy everything they've built. And then what? Because they're not a minority, they don't get help. How is this fair to any Democrat. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about those in Washington. I'm talking about those average people that live in our streets. The average person that has a house a couple doors down from you. We are we are getting to a place to where they think that because you believe differently, you were for the January 6th uh, riot at the Capitol. That you are part of that somehow or another. That's got to stop. It's got to stop. I don't know anybody who wasn't embarrassed by that. Who wasn't horrified by that. Who didn't watch that and go, oh, gee, stop. Stop. This is wrong. But now, and I've lost a gig because of it. Uh, A friend of mine wrote to me last night and said, his uncle, who was more like his dad growing up, won't even talk to him. They talked, you know, and saw each other. And he, and he said his uncle was like, well, you were just part of that January 6th thing. And he's like, what are you talking about? No, I wasn't. I didn't like that at all. He said, luckily, we had the relationship where we could talk about it and get past it. But I didn't think we were going to get past it for a while. He's just so convinced this is this is insanity, insanity. When The Washington Post uh, writes that uh, Joe Biden has stopped poverty, cured poverty. Why didn't we just write people fourteen hundred dollar checks, you know, back in 1968? If that was the way to cure poverty, why didn't we do that? Somebody should have pointed that out. It's not curing poverty. In fact, it's going to make poverty worse in the long run. If you get people strung out on unemployment and benefits from the government, you are going to see very bad things. We should point out the $1,400 check is not unemployment, which is a totally different part of this bill. The $1,400 check is just extra money to people, many of whom did work throughout the pandemic. It's just a matter of whether you made up to what is it? It was between I know they were going back and forth between seventy five and one hundred thousand dollars. We don't have a final number yet because the House and the Senate need to work it out together. But the bottom line is this is just a stimulus check. And, and we should point out it's fourteen hundred dollars per person in the household. So if you have a four person household, you're talking about fifty six hundred dollars, which 
you know, giving out checks of $5,600 to household after household, many of which did actually work throughout the year. It's a it's a big it's a, it's a, I mean, it is because we it's easy to say, well, you're not going to solve poverty with fourteen hundred dollar checks. And that's true. But this is going to cost us a lot for a very short term sugar rush. Yes, that and, is. And people are going to rush out and buy things that they shouldn't. Stu and I were talking um, uh, just what was it? Sunday, Stu came over to my house and we were talking about the um, ESG standards, the environmental social justice and government uh, standards our parties are fun yeah <laughs> come to glenn's house you are having a yeah. good time would you like another drink yes uh <laughs> one trip and you're an alcoholic it's amazing how that happens so we were talking about that and talking about you know i might replace my roof i might have to because we had a big storm blah 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 uh and we're talking about maybe getting elon musk the Tesla solar roof, solar thing, yeah. roof, which is pretty. I mean, it's pretty amazing technology. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I don't want to do it because it's not ready yet. The technology is not ready. But if you don't have your house greenified, you're going to you're going to pay all kinds of penalties. You're going to pay all kinds of penalties. So now they're giving, let's say, a family of four fifty six hundred dollars. What is that family going to do? If they knew what was coming their way, they would save it and they would, you know, either move, you know, to some state that's not going to force you to do these things or you'd save it for the taxes or you would save it for, you know, whatever it is you have to do to greenify your house. But you're going to be asked to make all kinds of changes to your house. The Green New Deal does not have to pass. It's going to be done through the banking system. And big businesses. That's why they're all for this, because they're all making things that they know you're going to be required to buy. And so what are they doing? They're sending everybody, you know, checks and people are going to go and they're going to blow it and it's going to be a sugar high. All that money is going to wash into the system, which will make prices higher. And then when it's gone, here comes the Green New Deal, or at least it's non-public, uh, but it's private partner coming and shoving that down your throat. By the way, that is not even to include what the PRO Act does. Let me tell you about the PRO Act. So we've solved poverty. Now we're going to solve joblessness with the PRO Act. We'll tell you what that does in 60 seconds. Troy lives in Indiana. He likes to run 5Ks. Obviously, he ended up starting to have pain and swelling in his knees after some time. My knees are swelling and hurting just thinking about running 5K. Um, Roy, uh, sorry, Troy was afraid that uh, he was going to have to quit running because the pain was just too much, too frequent. That's when he heard about Relief Factor and decided he'd at least give it a try. The happy ending to this story would be Troy's pain, you know, Troy's pain went away and he got his life back and he learned his lesson and quit running. But he's out there running today, no doubt. But his pain is gone. So there is happy news, half happy news. He didn't stop running, 
but his pain is gone. Relief Factor is a drug that was developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more, and you can order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Relieffactor.com, 800-500-8384. 10 seconds, station ID. The House of Representatives under Democratic control is about to vote on the PRO Act, which will destroy the livelihood of millions of independent contractors and freelancers. It will also ban right to work laws. And make it easier for union bosses to intimidate workers. Do you remember during the campaign? Joe Biden said we are going to create millions of good union jobs. When he talked about the covid relief, we need good union jobs. They want everybody in a union. The PRO Act drastically increases the power of labor unions uh, to force workers to pay them union dues. And it's a quid pro quo. We all know that from the millions of dollars that they spent uh, with the Democratic Party to help them win the House, the Senate and the White House. The PRO Act would repeal all existing right to work laws that protect 166 million people in 27 states. That's half of the U.S. population. Forced union dues. You're going to have to pay for someone just to get a job. Congress recognized this over 70 years ago when it was passed uh, in the Taft-Hartley Act of 1947. If the PRO Act passes, workers all across the country are going to be forced to pay cash to unions, whether they want to or not. Well, that's good, right? I don't know how you think that's good. This will harm workers. It will harm the economy. Research shows that the right to work states always experience stronger growth in the number of people employed, growth in manufacturing employment and growth in the private sector than any state that is run by a union boss. According to the National Institute for Labor uh, Relations Research, the percentage growth in the number of people employed between 2007 and 2017 in right-to-work states was 8.8, and in forced union states, it was 4.2. Growth in manufacturing employment between 2012 and 2017 in right-to-work states was 5.5, and 1.7 in forced unionism states. The percentage of growth in the private sector from 2007 to 17 right-to-work states, 13%, and forced unionism states, 10%. This is going to do to the rest of the country what the uh, what was that law they tried to pass in California where it would destroy the gig economy? Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but they they were very intent on doing that, which is right. an amazing thing considering it's one of our you know it's one of the last decades huge innovations. It's I mean you want to talk about progress? Get rid of the taxi cab. The taxi cab is a thing of yesterday and people in the middle of the of America don't, don't really understand this. You have to kind of live in a big city to really understand what's happening with the gig economy. What's what's happening with DoorDash? What's happening uh, with um, Uber? 
it's it's remarkable how fast it's changed. It's changed everything. Yeah, I mean, and and the, one of the early changes of it was to get rid of the cab in New York and not get rid of it. They still exist, but they're it changed the entire dynamic there. That's now really spread everywhere. I mean, you can go anywhere in the country now and, you know, there's tons of restaurants on Uber Eats and DoorDash. And, and you know, some of the local restaurants don't like that development uh, that much. And there's some positives and negatives to it. But, of course, what the government's going to try to do to solve any of those market issues is to come in and, and squash all of it. And many of these progressive cities have done just that. You are, I mean, you're doing everything that we've ever talked about, the Kondrakiev wave. You are protecting the dying plants. You're protecting the dying businesses. And you're shoving them in a greenhouse, hoping that they're not gonna shed their leaves. They're gonna shed their leaves. Winter is good. The green shoots are new innovations, new ideas. We have green shoots, but the government keeps propping up all of these old dead ideas. Let's move to the future. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me talk to you a little bit about timeshare termination theme, eh? I mean, the ladies love it. You know what I'm saying? The ladies love you get a little bit of an Andrew Cuomo timeshare. You know, Betsy gets a time with me. Monica gets a little time with me. You know, you can act like it's yours. Do whatever you want when I am in the room. But Monica, I don't want to talk about Monica when I'm with Cindy. You know what I'm saying? It's her body to do with what she wants. That's all I'm saying. Bada bing. But did Andrew Cuomo actually, did he give you, Monica, Cindy, Louise, did he give you everything he promised? I promised, uh, you know, a little bada-bing. But did you get it when you wanted it? Timeshare termination team. Get the process started and get out of that abusive relationship with your timeshare. Get 20% off and a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. And go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the first press conference of the president of the United States of America. Hello? Is this on? Hello, Americans. Hey, oh, look at all these nice people that are okay. All right, I just am here to give my first uh, press conference, and uh, first I want to have a statement. I'm gonna (laughs) give you. Lance about um, uh, COVID uh, uh, and, uh, and the COVID uh, masks. What am I doing here? 
the COVID mask, uh, you know, you know, once I, I went as Judy Garland uh, in a Judy Garland mask at uh, my, my uh, elementary school in a Halloween party, and it was, it was wonderful. And, and parties are sometimes, you know, uh, they serve cake, and I like cake. And as I, let me, speaking of cakes, patty cake, Patty cake, uh, baker's uh, match, which reminds me, I don't know if you heard this, but I like to put logs on the fire at the uh, the White House, and uh, my uh, my wife, Bill, Jill, Jill, uh, she's great, and. Um, I like it that she's moved me into that nice place. It's a nice uh, house, and, and sometimes at night, this nice black lady comes and she gives me a jello cup, and she says someday she's gonna be president. And I say, that's right, you can do anything you set your mind to, and tomorrow can I have strawberry jello? <laughs> Now take some questions. <laughs> this yeah, you is... have much higher hopes than I do for that <laughs> press conference. <laughs> oh, he's giving his first press conference tomorrow. Could we just play the clip of uh, from of Joe Biden forgetting the defense secretary's name? Here he is yesterday. I just want to thank you both. I, I want to thank the, the, the uh, former general. I Boy. keep calling him general, but my... My uh, secretary, the guy who runs that outfit Sec- over there. Secretary. Uh, I want to make sure we thank the secretary yeah, the for all he's done to try to implement what we just talked about. Right. I don't and for recommending we these two women for these promotion. These two women who I like. Thank women. you all. May God <laughs> bless you. you all and may God protect our troops. Can I just hold that woman's face for a minute? I just like to hold her face. Smell her hair. I like smelling ladies' hair. <laughs> Oh, that is, this is a bad clip. I, this is ha- it happens all the time. First of all, if you are on his staff, how do you let him go in front of a microphone at any point with not without without the bullet points of the names he needs to say? And I, I just don't understand it. I, I think he might be resisting it, trying to say that he's fine. I'll, I don't need all that stuff. I'm fine. I can yeah. don't take the keys away exactly. from the car. I want to drive myself. I'm perfectly fine. I do think that that's that is a big part of it uh, I, with him because he's heard this for so long that he wants to mm. prove people wrong. But then he proves people right. I'd want to go out when it's my time. I want to go out like my father, peacefully sleeping. Certainly not like my mother, who was in the passenger seat, just screaming the whole time. <laughs> Where's my jello cup? <laughs> How is he going to do this press conference? And if he makes it, that'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be great. I just keep saying to myself, no, it's great. He's not, he's not completely out of control. I mean, you kind of, you wonder how long this is going to go on, but you also wonder who's doing everything for him. 
I mean, do you really think that he's having intellectual discussions on what he's doing right now? Well, I wonder, can I get that bill in here right now? And uh, Oh, you're a piece of paper. Oh, I thought when they were talking about Bill, it was an actual person. Do you really think he's having these deep conversations on things? I just want to make sure we do that. Um, that um, what is that word? Communism? Yeah, um, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think that he's going to be, that he is fully functioning. And what's what's worse is if he's not. Who's running it now? And what do we get when Kamala gets in? It's not going to be pretty. And you just look at him and it does it does not seem right. You know, you keep he keeps kept walking out in front of the cameras with this uh, with this sort of like I'm about to fall asleep. Can't remember any names. Can't remember anything I'm about to say sort of vibe. And you remember that like they're not putting him out in front of the cameras often. He's not he's not he has no responsibility seemingly to the American people through the media right now. He's not doing press conferences. He still hasn't done this one yet. He's barely doing speeches. He's barely talking to the American people at all. You forget that he's even the president. I mean, I. Well, I think that's what a lot of people wanted. Yes. No, I think I think. Look, I, I think they wanted to forget yeah. that there was a president in the United States who does stuff. They just wanted him to go away. Yeah. Because, well, look, you know, they were the last four years have been every single news story about the president all the time. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I just don't want to hear about it anymore. And Joe Biden fills that bill pretty well. I mean, he does. He is Except incredibly the policies, unremarkable. The policies don't. No. What's those, just happening on massive. our... What's happening on our border is a catastrophe. This is like the type of thing that, like, I again, I, I the Democrats do a lot of things that are really annoying, but it's the sort of thing you have to admire about them, which is, this is clearly the right strategy if you're a democrat they've made the president of the united states a non-factor in in everyday life and they're pushing through multiple trillion dollar bills and no one is even noticing we've argued about this many times with trump glenn and that like trump gave the republicans a unique opportunity because he dominated the news cycle the way he did you could have put any sort of policy through and they wouldn't even wouldn't even have talked about it for more than two days because Donald Trump would have tweeted something 10 minutes later and they would have been like, you know, like squirrels running toward it. And instead, the Republicans completely dropped the ball and didn't do any of that where Democrats, you can see, are taking advantage of. this. Oh, moment. my gosh. They are taking advantage of this moment. They are doing all the things they wanted to do for decades and they're jamming it through when no one's noticing. Um, and again, I don't I don't I don't I don't look up to that with like. Wow, what these are virtuous people. But hey, they are they are doing the things that they want to get they're getting the things they want to get done and they're getting them done. Barack Obama was a trans transformational president. Now obviously he transformed America, I think in a couple of ways. The healthcare bill, Obamacare, forever altered the course of healthcare in America, and you're not getting that back. Now, what's the other thing that he did? If if only two things, I can think of two things. He also turned us from a meritocracy toward not into, but toward a uh, a race based uh, system 
He didn't. He put it into place. He started it, but it wasn't built fully and fully operational uh, when when Obama was in. I think already in his first, what, two and a half months in office, I think Joe Biden is more transformational than than Barack Obama was. I think we are now putting into place things that that will change us forever. If if H.R. one passes, it changes us forever. If the PRO Act passes, it changes us forever. If they sign these things in, the one point nine trillion dollar spending changes us forever. Look at the way the cancel culture and these ESGs. I love these people. Why isn't everyone talking about the ESG thing and the Great Reset? I mean, you have the climate czar and Biden saying that they're going in this direction. The climate czar, John Kerry, is giving speeches over in front of the World Economic Forum saying, yeah, people won't won't believe how fast and how much it will impact when we do it. And we're going to do it right away. And they are. And nobody seems to be worried about it. Why is that? Why is why is no one reporting on this stuff? Is it because we're just, you know, we're talking about stupid things like Oprah Winfrey's interview with, you know, the former royals who, by the way, don't you just don't you just love them? They're wonderful. I'm very upset because of the oppression they received, uh, you know, with all their millions of dollars. And I mean, it just seems like a terrible life. I will say they seem to have a terrible, terrible life. (sighs) Well, he doesn't, but she does. I mean, she's been oppressed her whole life. Yeah. Uh, Has she? Oh, yeah. Because I watched her through, what, seven seasons of Suits? Being oppressed. She was a woman being oppressed. She was only a paralegal at the beginning of the show. Exactly right. Shouldn't she have been higher on the the totem pole? Exactly right. Shouldn't she have been a man? She could have been a man. I think she, well, she she identified that way. She was one. Right. I don't know if she did or not. Yeah. Don't think she did. But if if she did, we wouldn't know about her former female status. So it could be. You know, uh, Megan, what's her name? Markle, right? Markle, yes. Yeah, Megan, Megan Markle, Markle mm-hmm. uh, became Bill Markle. <laughs> and so we don't say that. It would just be an article about actor Bill Markle is now on <laughs> Mad Men. <laughs> You're like, wait, who? Yeah. And then if she, you know, drives, decided to go back, she could be like Betty Markle uh, now returns to Mad Men. You'd be like, Betty Markle was never on. <laughs> Are they all brothers? That's a big family. They got three people and they're all on Mad Men. What a talented family. I do think there's a lot of uh, pickup that needs to be done. You know, they're not the American people. Most people haven't even heard of the Great Reset, let alone are focused on it. I mean, this is this audience is, as usual, well ahead of of the rest of America on something like this. And I think, you know, we're still at the point where we're still all learning about, I know. It, you know, I mean, it's so this this is not going to be something that's going to dominate. But there conversation are things over that Meghan Markle. There are things that people need to pay attention to the the, the changing of the books that we talked about uh, last hour. They, they now have the uh, the statement at the front 
on the copyright page of Up From Slavery by Booker T. Washington that this is a work of fiction. It's absolutely incredible. We are changing everything about our culture, everything about our culture, and it is going to come home to roost. And I don't know what it's going to take for people to wake up. I don't know what it's going to take for people to go to their school board and say enough is enough. Stop all of this stuff. That's not who we are. Do you do you really have you been convinced that you're alone? Because you're not, you know, there's it's more than just you and me. More in just a second. Let me tell you about Hustler Turf in the not-too-distant future. Sorry, it's American Financing. Okay. Uh, American Financing is, uh, is the place that you can go. They work for you, not for the banks. This is really important. Um, the banks are, I think, part of the problem. The banks are all signing on for the DSGs, you know, to help you. To help you. Uh-huh. What you need is somebody that is going to help you get a loan, help you pay the least amount for that loan, uh, and maybe consolidate your loan so you can roll in all the high-interest credit cards that you have so you can stop paying so much money to the bank every single month. Save money. Pay down your rent or pay, you know, pay down your mortgage or your credit cards. Do the things that you have to do to be able to keep your family safe in financial turmoil. Right now, American Financing is waiting for your call. They are a family-owned and run business, and they are ready to cover you coast to coast. Call them if you're looking for a mortgage or a refi, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. America is racist. America sucks. America was built on slavery. Glenn fights back against the left's lies, exposes the communist roots of today's cancel culture, and asks what happens to a nation when its true history gets erased. Go behind the scenes as Glenn digs up never-before-seen artifacts that reveal the truth about our nation's founding. Watch The Great Reset of the American Story, tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. There are a lot of people that don't understand, on the left, that don't understand why the city has so many National Guardsmen in it. What are they protecting? That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in Minneapolis, not Washington, D.C. They understand that. Those on the left, they understand that. Yeah. But they don't understand why in Minneapolis there are like a thousand National Guardsmen. What, what danger has come to Minneapolis recently? I, I don't know. And there's a little trial going on. Really? Yeah, about the mm. you know police officer that killed George Floyd. And now, hmm. just because of Trump, They've sent all of this, the, the National Guard, out to Minneapolis to what? To protect against whom? You will not believe the answers when we come back. This is the Glenn Beck Program.